What's up, guys? Welcome to Everything But Hockey. This is the brand new podcast brought to you by the Philadelphia Flyers that has nothing to do with hockey play-by-play. Nothing to do with that. And everything to do with what you don't actually see on the ice. So on this show, we'll dive into everything that happens prior to puck drop and after the final buzzer sounds. I'm your host, Andrea Helfrich, also the in-arena and digital host for the Flyers. So you may see me in videos on social or on the scoreboard. If not, Hi, I am going into my third season with the Orange and Black. That being said, I've seen so much behind the scenes that that's where the birth of this podcast came from. There are stories that need to be heard, and that is exactly what we are going to do on this podcast, starting with my very first guest, Gina Valentine. She's the better half of Shane Gostas-Spare, who's number 53 defenseman on the Philadelphia Flyers. Gina was one of my very first friends when I started working for the Flyers. She's a PICU nurse at the Children's Hospital of Philadelphia, a mom to three adorable Frenchies, and honestly, a total badass. So let's just jump right in. First podcast, we love you. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. Um, All right. We're diving in. Tell me your very first experience with hockey, because it's not really like a traditional one that people would think. Yeah. So growing up in Connecticut, we didn't have any pro sports teams. So I was never really like a hockey fan. Um, I went to college at Union College with Shane, where he obviously played hockey. But I didn't meet him until like he almost before he left college. So I actually never went to one of the Union hockey games. I never saw him play there. Um, So my first experience of pro hockey was the Flyers. It was the first hockey game I've ever been to, like ever. were you, like, what was that like? I mean, you're surrounded by now, like, an entirely different group of people. Did you meet all the wives and girlfriends that day that you went to his first game? Like, what, what did that look like? No. So I guess my first hockey game was when he was down in Lehigh Valley. Um, he played a couple of games down there before he got injured, tore his ACL, had to rehab for about a year. And then when I came to Philadelphia, I remember the first few games I was so nervous to go to, and I would bring my mom to all the games <laughs> just so I had someone to be with and I wasn't by myself and alone. Um, so it took a few games to go to before I started like meeting the girls and like for them to start like recognizing me. Um, but it took way longer than that before I had like real relationships with everyone. It's so hard to meet a brand new group of women and mm-hmm. get jump right in, right? So like when was the when was like that spark that made you feel comfortable? So when I came to the games, like I said, I'd bring my mom. Mm-hmm. I really wouldn't talk to anyone. I would just go in, go out, do my own thing. Um, but Wayne Simmons' wife, Crystal, she was always like super friendly, would come up to me at all the games, like just make small talk and stuff. And I remember one time I came down for the weekend and the guys were leaving after their game. It was a Saturday afternoon game. And she came up and invited me to a bachelorette party that they were all going to that night. And I was like, oh my God, it's like the first time I'm like (laughs) being invited anywhere. Like I have to go. I have to meet these girls. Like if not now, then when? So I remember right after the game, I went to the mall with my mom. Like, I didn't have anything packed with me, so I had to go buy, like, a pair of black heels and a dress and all this stuff. And then my mom, like, dropped me off that night. (laughs) And ever since then, I feel like that was, like, a breakthrough. Like, I really got to meet people on my own, like, without Shane there and without the guys there and, like, make real relationships with people. I love that. that. Whose bachelorette party was it? Uh, there were three. It was like a triple. It was Mark Streit's wife. It was 
uh, Pierre Edward Bellamar's wife and Rocco Gudis's wife. And was it like a wild time? Was it what was that night like? It was really fun. We went to dinner at Budokan first, and then we went to like the rooftop of Stratus. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, that was a fun time. <laughs> what a way to just like jump right in. So I know. Then from there on out, you felt like all right. It was like my breakthrough. So I felt comfortable going to the games and like actually walking in the wives' room after then. Really? And, it took that long. And talking to people. Um, I felt like people finally like knew who I was because mm-hmm. I was visiting from college. I wasn't mm-hmm. living here full time, so it was so come and go, come and go. I would probably be at one game like every month. So it was just, it was hard at first. Yeah, of course. And then your transition to Philadelphia, What? when did that happen, like timeline-wise? You were in college, and then when did you actually make the move to Philly? So... I met Shane my sophomore year at Union. He was a junior. And we met, like, right after they won the national championship there. So he actually made the decision to leave college, like, before I even met him. So it was, like, a weird transition where he left his junior year Mm -hmm. to go play with the Phantoms. So I still had two more years left in college while he played professionally down here. Um, So we did long distance for two years, and then right after I graduated back in 2016, I moved to Philadelphia right away. Also, this is kind of like shifting back a little bit, but you have this really funny story about Shane and Allentown and like that whole situation, but I'm kind of forgetting it. Can you tell? Okay. So it's funny because when I, like I said, I didn't know any hockey before I met Shane. Mm -hmm. Those were like my first games. It was funny because... I didn't know the rules, so I had to learn all of that. And it was just like a big adjustment lifestyle-wise. And I would visit him from school since we were long distance. And it probably took me like a good five hours to drive from Schenectady, New York, down to Allentown. So it was rare that I got to, you know, make the trip. It's like they had to be home and stuff. So I remember driving down one weekend. I just got there. I was like so excited. He was leaving for the game. Uh, basically right when I got there. So I only got to see him for a few minutes. And then he goes, I go to the game, he plays the game, and he comes out of the locker room right after the game. And that's weird for me because he's usually the last person out and I'm sitting there by myself. So he came out right away and he was like, I have to talk to you. And I was like, oh my God, what's wrong? What did you think was, I had, he was I honestly say. had no idea. Because like, I didn't know hockey. Like, I really didn't know how it worked and stuff and like moving up and down teams. Like mm-hmm. I had no idea. So he pulled me to the hallway and he was like, I got called up. Like I have to leave on the plane today. Like, Did you at least know that was a good thing? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I, no, under- fair, fair enough. I understood that was good. That was the goal. Um, so he was like, I'm so really sorry about like I have to leave tonight on a plane to like, go play with the Flyers. And I was like, oh my God, okay, like, I just drove five hours to see you for five seconds, and you're leaving, um, Where but I'm he... really happy for you. <laughs> right. So that was it, a hug, kiss, and he was off. Yeah, he drove to Philly that night and hopped on the plane. And and you did what? I Well, it's funny, he had a roommate at the time, Anthony Stolars, who happens to be, like, one of our really good friends now. I had to, we just stayed, I had to go back to the apartment with him. <laughs> And I stayed the night there, and then um, I drove home to my house in Connecticut because it wasn't that far. It was, like, in between from Union. Mm-hmm. So I stayed, went home with my family, and we watched his first game. Wow. Yeah. So you've been through a lot. Like, this sport has shown you many different sides, and I'm sure it's it's a test for any relationship with all mm-hmm. of these different things. 
What what do you think like your best piece of advice to like get that's gotten you and Shane through through this whole process and experience? We have this thing that we say to each other all the time and it's don't stress about the things you can't control. I love that. And we just have to keep reminding ourselves that because like just with this whole lifestyle, like you never know where you're gonna be and stuff. And we just have to like keep reminding ourselves like we can't control it. So like let's not worry about it. Let's not stress about it. I love that. I think I need to adopt that in my everyday life, including like for this podcast. <laughs> Don't stress about it. You can't control if it's going to be good or not. So I love that. Is there anything else you guys do ritual wise or like before he leaves, before you go to work? Mm, well, I always try and take like cute pictures and Instagrams of him as he walks down the stairs in his new suit. Wait, I'm here he for this. It. I'm here for this new tradition. He's so embarrassed. I know. I saw I the one like, for... Home His opener. first game, yeah. I was like, oh my God, you look so cute. It, Taken, was, it was a great plaid suit. Taking Snapchats, yeah. He's like, stop, stop, stop. Yes, he's super shy when we do media day, when he does interviews. So I would not, not expect him to hate that. Do you think he'll ever get like... No, he hates social media. He doesn't have like Instagram or anything. And he always tells me like, I just wish you would delete yours. He's so not for social media, but I just think it's funny sometimes to annoy him. Some of the other guys like put up with it a little better than he does but but does he ever it's all in good fun it is does he ever ask you to like see something on social yeah oh yeah he scrolls through my instagram all the time so he does like that you have an account because if you didn't how would he get to snoop exactly i'm just saying that's like a good (laughs) argument to bring up okay enough about Shane for a second you are a badass and you have this amazing career and you are a pick you nurse did i say that right yeah which stands for pediatric Intensive care unit. Thank you. <laughs> and you're at CHOP. Yes. Which is an incredible hospital. Tell me about when you knew you wanted to be a nurse and how that all happened. I always knew I wanted to go into the med field. Um, and then once Shane was in Philly, I was like, it is so perfect. Like, it's such a good town for, like, medical and stuff. Uh, such a good city. So when we moved here, I was really excited. I applied to an uh, accelerated nursing program here at Jefferson it was a one-year program. So I did that. And once I graduated, I mean, I always knew I wanted to work at CHOP. Like, I always knew I wanted to do pediatrics and be with kids. And CHOP is one of the best in the world. So I applied there right after I was I graduated. That was the only place I applied to. I knew I wanted to work there. Uh, I waited it out. And yeah, I got the job. So now I'm there in the PICU. Manifested that straight in reality. Mm-hmm. So you deal with babies all the time. I'm terrified, Loki, of holding a newborn. And the other day when I walked into the wives' lounge and I saw you holding baby Gavin, which for everyone listening and doesn't know him by first name, Gavin Drew is Ryan and Claude's brand new adorable baby. You're just nestling him. Like, is that you totally fine with holding babies? Yes, I now, hold babies all every the day. time now. Okay, so what can you tell me to do? Because I'm still terrified and I wanted to be like, can I hold him? And support I their head. That's it. Yeah, just support their head. And the, everything else just comes... Yeah. Make sure they're comfy. Support their head. Can you do me a favor? Next time Gavin's at a game, can you help me? I'll position him. Yes, yeah, literally, because I do want to hold him, but I was I was so scared to ask. <laughs> I was scared to ask, but you looked good while doing it. It's funny because Shane was also always scared of holding newborns, and when his nephew was born, he was like he didn't want to touch him as a newborn, 
And it's so funny. And now he's just like so comfortable with him, like holding him one arm and stuff. So just to see like Shane's really never been around babies either. So to see him with his nephew, it's funny, the progression. And then we went out to lunch with Ryan and Claude uh, right after they had Gavin. And as a newborn, I literally just handed him a Shane. I'm like, here, you're holding him. What did he do? He was good. Yeah. I think because he had all that experience at Preston, he was like, fine now. So now he's ready for newborn. <laughs> Leave it to Gavin Giroux to teach us how to hold a newborn. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Got to start somewhere, I guess. <laughs> so career, city, Shane, hockey, like integrating yourself with the wives and girlfriends and maintaining a social life. You have a lot going on, mm-hmm. right? You're juggling a ton. What is your secret to work-life balance? Do you feel like you have one? Do you have it figured out? Because it looks like you do from the outside. I'm really trying to have it figured out, but I don't yet. Um, Sometimes it's hard. Right now I'm rotating my day shifts and night shifts, so I switch every six weeks. And when I'm on nights, it's really hard with Shane's schedule. Um, So there's like times where it's been like a week and we really don't even see each other. Like, sometimes we'll, like, get to have breakfast together, but that's about it. So that's been hard. But um, when I'm on day shift, I feel like I have much more of a social Mm -hmm. life. So um, it's easier with that. I just, like, try to, for my days off, like, I make sure, like, I make time for him. I also try and, like, work my work schedule around his game schedule and Mm -hmm. stuff. So when he's on the road, I'll try and, like, stack my shifts Mm -hmm. that I'm working when he's away. So when he's here, I'm here for him. Yeah, that's good advice. It is. Also, on the advice column that you're giving me, you always have the best simple makeup look. Oh, boy. Out of, like, (laughs) what is your staple go-to product that you cannot leave the house without for makeup? Okay, so for foundation, I love Too Faced Born This Way. And also... Currently in my makeup bag. Yes. And you can see it right there. You totally noted it when you walked in. Also, I use the Arbonne Foundation. Uh, Travis Sanheim's girlfriend actually sells it, and she got me into it. So now I'm loving the Arbonne Foundation. And then for bronzer, I use uh, the Chocolate Bronzer from Too Faced. Love. Thank you. That's like my go-to. Yeah. Just nice, simple, a little bronzer, a little foundation. Simple's in, though. You were saying you don't know how to do eyeliner, and it's like fine because eyeliner's out. Yeah. I don't do it because I don't know how. I don't have the patience. Gone are the days. (laughs) Um, What about skincare? What are we loving right now? Why are you laughing? (laughs) Um, I'm actually using uh, the Kylie Skin skincare. Is that why you're laughing? I feel like everyone's on that trend right now. Well, it's funny because Shane will steal it from me sometimes. So it's good. It's good. Wow. I know. It's funny. He won't admit it, but he does use it sometimes. We're going to have to submit a (laughs) testimonial signed you and Shane to Kylie Jenner. Maybe she'll repost it because she's been posting her testimonials. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I know. Yeah, Shane, he's been loving the foamy face wash and the moisturizer. <laughs> I am dead. No, wait, so it's a six. How many products are in the line? There, I think there's six pieces, yeah. And he just takes two of them. Mm-hmm. He won't admit it, but he does. Did he? Has he taken them out of your bathroom and stolen them at all? He he took my moisturizer to Prague with him. <laughs> um, he got, like, his beard shaved and stuff, and it was, like, irritating. And so, yeah. so What's the verdict? Did it help soothe the, the yeah, aftershave? Yeah, it worked. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Mm-hmm. What did you do? Do you text him and be like, dude, where's my moisturizer? Or did you know he took it? Uh, no, he texted me asking where it was. Got it. And then you're so, like, okay, I guess that's gone. Yeah. It's give and take. Yeah. Relationship 101. Mm-hmm. I'm a good share. You are. <laughs> and you're good at sharing all these stories. <laughs> so thank you for coming in today and sharing everything. Of course. You, you did it. 
I did it. I'm proud of you. And you set a great example and tone for everyone else that's going to come on the show. Are you going to leave here and say only good things? What are you going to tell people when you leave? I'm going to say you have to go on Andrea's podcast. It's so much fun. She's such a great host. Wow. Everyone do it. Oh, all right, I'm taking off these earbuds now or whatever they are. These headphones. I guess that's what you call them. I love you. Thank you. Love you. Thanks. You made this so fun. Okay, that was a blast. There it is. Episode one is officially out in the universe. I had so much fun. I hope you guys enjoyed listening to it. But I want to know what you thought. Leave a review. Let me know what you think of the show so far and who you want to hear on upcoming episodes, what you're dying to know. This podcast is for you. So I'll read every single review. Give us a rating while you're in there. And also make sure you subscribe. That way you're up to date with the upcoming episodes because I've got some killer guests with incredible stories that you do not want to miss out on. Um, I'll also be putting teasers on Instagram and Twitter. So you can find me on Instagram at Andrea Helfrich official and Twitter at Andrea underscore Helfrich. So until then, have a great day, a great evening, a fabulous week, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.